Second Kings 14, 1-22, these are God's words. In the second year of Joash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel, Amaziah, son of Joash, king of Judah, became king. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jehoadan of Jerusalem. He did what was right in the sight of Yahweh, yet not like his father David. He did everything as his father Joash had done. However, the high places were not taken away, and the people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. Now it happened as soon as the kingdom was established in his hand that he executed his servants who had murdered his father, the king. But the children of the murderers he did not execute according to what is written in the book of the law of Moses, in which Yahweh commanded, saying, Fathers shall not be put to death for their children, nor shall children be put to death for their fathers, but a person shall be put to death for his own sin. He killed 10,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt, and took Selah by war, and called its name Yachfield to this day. Then Amaziah sent messengers to Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel, saying, Come, let us face one another in battle. And Jehoash, king of Israel, sent to Amaziah, king of Judah, saying, the thistle that was in Lebanon sent to the cedar that was in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son as wife. And a wild beast that was in Lebanon passed by and trampled the thistle. You have indeed defeated Edom, and your heart has lifted you up. Glory in that. Stay at home. Why should you meddle in the trouble so that you fall, and you and Judah with you? Amaziah would not heed, therefore Jehoash king of Israel went out. So he and Amaziah king of Judah faced one another at Beit Shemesh, which belongs to Judah. And Judah was defeated by Israel, and every man fled to his tent. Then Jehoash king of Israel captured Amaziah king of Judah, son of Jehoash, son of Ahaziah, at Beit Shemesh. And he went to Jerusalem and broke down the wall of Jerusalem, from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate, four hundred cubits. He took all the gold and silver, all the articles that were found in the house of Yahweh and in the treasuries of the king's house and hostages, and returned to Samaria. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoash, which he did, his might, and how he fought with Amaziah king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Jehoash rested with his fathers and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Then Jeroboam, his son, reigned in his place. Amaziah, son of Joash, king of Judah, lived fifteen years after the death of Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Amaziah, they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah. And they formed a conspiracy against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish, but they sent after him to Lachish and killed him there. And they brought him on horses, and he was buried at Jerusalem with his fathers in the city of David. And all the people of Judah took Azariah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. He built Elath and restored it to Judah, after the king rested with his fathers. So far the reading of God's inspired and inerrant word. So, Amaziah... Descended from David, which is very encouraging to us because Amaziah himself is discouraging. But the fact that uh, this far into the kingdom, this far into the divided kingdom, 
there's still a son of David on the throne, reminds us that David has been promised that from his line shall come a forever king. And so the promise continues, and it will ultimately be fulfilled, of course, when uh, the Lord Jesus takes his seat on the throne, not of Jerusalem in the ancient Near East, but of heaven. Uh, and it's actually Jesus who makes heaven Jerusalem. Uh, and heaven comes to be called the new Jerusalem because the son of David takes his seat uh, upon the throne of glory. Uh, and so we, we still have here the continued carrying out of what God has planned to do uh, in his son for his subjects, for us. But that makes the main point of Amaziah's life. That he is not Jesus. He is not the promised one. Uh, and he comes up short in many ways. One of the wonderful, um, one, one of the wonderful truths about the Lord Jesus is the heart that he gives to his subjects and the righteousness that saturates the kingdom that is under him. Psalm 72 verses 5 through 7, which is the wonderful psalm that um, David wrote for Solomon, probably, uh, if you uh, consider the superscript, perhaps even, probably even, um, for uh, either Solomon's coronation or uh, as part of David's provision for the temple. You remember he gathered all of the materials and he organized divisions of priests and he wrote a bunch of psalms for the, sing the singing and the public worship of the temple, etc. Um, but in Psalm 72, uh, the forever king makes his people righteous. Uh, and we are looking forward to that. Uh, this is one of the ways that Amaziah fall, uh, comes up short. Uh, he walks, he does what is right in the eyes of Yahweh. Verse 3. Yet not like his father David. He wasn't even as good as David. We're looking for someone better than David. And he wasn't even as good as David. He does like Joash. And in particular, that means he does not do away with the high places. Uh, he neither uh, rules over the people well enough to destroy the high places, nor uh, is used of God to lead them uh, enough um, that they would be spiritually reformed. Uh, and so he he comes up short spiritually. He comes up short uh, politically and militarily. Uh, the forever king is going to rule to the ends of the earth. Uh, Amaziah does uh, fairly well at first. Uh, he does punish the conspirators who had murdered his dad, who had committed treason. Uh, he doesn't punish their sons. He does it according to God's law. So far, so good. The Lord... Uh, even grants him to kill, kill uh, 10,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt, very similar to a victory that took place under David, uh, as referenced in 1 Corinthians, uh, 8, 1 Corinthians, no, 1 Chronicles 18, verse 12. Uh, and so there is David-likeness, uh, even uh, in justice and in um, defense of enemies, but he is... Uh, unable to reunite the kingdom by force. It seems in the way that Jehoash the northern 
who is named after Amaziah's daddy, uh, responds to him. Uh, it seems like there is a, an amicable enough relation between the two of them. Uh, and yet, uh, Amaziah uh, decides that he is going to undo what Rehoboam, his ancestor, uh, had done. It was for uh, the sins of Solomon and the sins of Rehoboam that um, the kingdom had been divided. Uh, and, of course, you cannot by force undo that which comes upon you as discipline from the Lord. What is needed first and foremost is always repentance uh, and reformation. So even though things are not bad between him and northern Joash or Jehoash, uh, he still provokes him. Even Jehoash doesn't want to go to war with him. Apparently the northern kingdom is so economically, politically, and militarily powerful at this point um, that, uh, uh, that Jehoash basically says, Thistles shouldn't pick fights with cedars. You might get stepped on by something much smaller than a cedar. Uh, and then we wouldn't even get to have our battle uh, because you would just be thistle paste or thistle dust on the ground. Uh, and so he comes up short politically and uh, militarily. Uh, sadly, this uh, uh, becomes the next step in the emptying of the, the articles of the worship of God in the, in the temple. Um, ever since just about the temple had been built, you know, right from Rehoboam, uh, the, uh, the things that had been supplied, uh, for the worship of God have exited. Um, I was going to say little by little, but in most cases it has been a lot by a lot. Uh, and even when some has been restored to the treasury, uh, it gets taken out uh, in the next loss, in the next defeat. Uh, and Jehoash himself joins the, the list, the line of people who have done this in verse 14. And he takes the gold and silver and all the articles, not just of the treasuries of the king's house, but also of the house of Yahweh. And of course, Amaziah's reign comes up short in longevity. Uh, we are reminded of how foolish the pride of Jehoash is, cedar that he is by comparison to the thistle uh, that Amaziah is. Uh, his reign is still about half as long as Amaziah's. Uh, Amaziah continues uh, living and reigning 15 years after the death of the northern Jehoash in verse 17. Uh, and yet, uh, even though Amaziah doubles just about Jehoash uh, in the length of his reign, he comes to the same end that his dad, southern Jehoash, uh, had come. A conspiracy is formed against him, uh, and he is murdered. Now, there are many conspiracies that are formed against Christ. But this is the glory of Psalm 2, that even though all of the kings and the peoples plot uh, against the Lord and his anointed. It's not a new thing for kings and peoples to plot against the Lord and his anointed. Uh, but this particular anointed, the one uh, to whom the whole world belongs as his uh, appointed inheritance, um, all that plotting is in vain. Well, not so against uh, Amaziah, and not so against his daddy, um, Jehoash the southern. 
um, plots against them can succeed. Uh, and so the basic message of Second Kings fourteen one through twenty two is Amaziah is not Jesus. We must have Jesus. Only Jesus can do what we need spiritually, including change our own hearts, not just forbid our false worship, which Amaziah had failed to do. Uh, but even if he forbids it, the people would still be wicked in their hearts. Uh, our Lord Jesus not only gives us right and good commands entirely, full commands, complete commands, but he could change our hearts. We need Jesus because he does um, defeat all of his and our enemies. Uh, he is uh, not merely a cedar to the thistles uh, of others. He is Almighty God. He destroys all of his enemies with the breath of his mouth. And he lives forever. And he reigns forever. There's a hint for those who know what's coming. Uh, Azariah, who is also uh, known as Uzziah, uh, and is going to reign um, uh, for uh, a very long time indeed. Uh, he takes retakes the port city uh, of Elat. Uh, which Solomon had originally made a staging ground for his ships that went out and got gold. Um, but they're going to lose the port of Elad before long. Uh, so even Uzziah, who is uh, double the length of his dad, Azariah, as he's called here in verse 21, who is double the length of his dad, still is going to die. And we're looking for the king that does not die, the one whose reign has no end. We need King Jesus for your own life. There are lots of things. You may come into a new season of your life in which things seem to be going better according to God's word. And praise God for that mercy. But it's the perfection of Christ that you need counted for you. And it's Christ's perfecting you in glory that is the ultimate work uh, of sanctification. Not merely the increments. Uh, of this life. Keep your focus on that holiness that he produces um, so that you may see the Lord. Uh, you may do well in earthly things for a time, uh, but there's always someone stronger and better than you. There isn't anyone stronger or better than Christ. It's his accomplishments that matter, not ours. And so we neither get proud uh, over our temporal accomplishments, nor are we to be discouraged if they seem few, so long as we, in dependence upon grace and in continual repentance from our sin, uh, are fulfilling the callings that he has given us. Um, you don't need to fall into 20th, 21st century nonsense about the great difference that we can make in the world and how special we are, just like everyone else. Uh, no, Christ is special unlike anyone else. And he is accomplishing all his holy will. Uh, and what we do matters because it's part of his plan, uh, not because uh, the thing that we uh, are proud of uh, is going to last, because it might not. Uh, and then don't live for this world. You are going to lay down in your grave tomorrow. Uh, and if not tomorrow, the next day. And if a hundred years from now, in light of eternity, it's just about the same as tomorrow. Uh, so live in this world vigorously for Christ. 
but do so as someone uh, whose hope, whose joy, whose purpose uh, is in eternity. Uh, Amaziah is not the promised one, but we have him. So let's not live for or under or delighting in anyone or anything that is less than the Lord Jesus. He is the one. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you that you have given your Son to be the Son of David, to be our King, our Redeemer, the one whom we kiss, the one before whom we bow, the one in whom we trust and hope that we may be happy forever rather than shattered and destroyed like those who uh, plot and scheme uh, to make themselves great. And we pray that your spirit would conform our hearts and minds to what we have seen and heard and learned again in this portion of your word. In Jesus' name, amen.